that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ask with PJ Hahn, a good friend of mine who has been a lot of different things, but lately his, uh, he's, he's focusing his immeasurable talents on wildlife photography, and he just came back from Africa, and he's got some magnificent photos that you can find on Facebook and on his website, and we'll talk more about them and how you can see them here on the Spudcast right after this. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Okay, I'm talking to uh, my buddy PJ Hahn, who, geez, and Pete's, I don't know all the different things that you do, although you're pretty much focused on uh, photography now. You do some magnificent work. Uh, oh, thank you, buddy. Well, it's, I mean, I, I don't even need to say that. Anybody who sees your stuff, and, and, and PJ just came back from Africa, which Beautiful. you said, now you said this was like a, a, a lifelong dream since you were a kid. This, this has been a dream of mine since I was a little kid. I can remember as a kid, my parents getting National Geographic. And every time they had something on Africa, I just I just sit there and stare at the page after page and, and was so excited about Africa. And I had a time back in the 90s, early 90s, I had booked a trip with Harry Lee, the sheriff, the former sheriff of Jefferson Parish. And he and I were planning a trip together to go to uh, Africa. Uh, and then I was going through a divorce and everything paid for everything was set. And mm -hmm. then I told, I called him and I told him, Harry, it's probably not a good idea for me to go. Um, I, and, and I had to cancel. And then last year I had the trip booked and COVID hit. And I'm like, man, there's just got this dark cloud hanging over my head. I guess I'll never see Africa. It was on my bucket list and now it's going to be on my, 
other list. On your pocket list. Yeah, you can say <laughs> it's a podcast. Go. You can say that kind of shit. All right, right. on my pocket list. So. All right, well, hey, I guess like... what? You know what? I, we used to get the National Geographic, too. The only two things I remember about that is those really cool <laughs> Easter eggs that Romanian woman used to do. And, yeah, well, I would love the African pictures because that's the first time I ever saw real titties. Yeah, so. that, well, you know what? That's true. I mean, that that was the... Uh, the oh, yeah. The, the, like like a like the poor man's poor blood uh, playboy. You I'm know? not kidding, man. When the when the Christmas catalog would come, this year's Christmas catalog, I would get <laughs> I'd go sit on the couch, and then I would I would thumb through until I found the model trains, and then I'd sit there with my finger at the model trains and go look at the bazaar ads. <laughs> and cross your heart, bro. Was crossing my eyes, baby. Oh my and my God, mama would hilarious. come walking in. I go, oh my, look at this train, you know. I'm looking at the train. Yeah, huh? that's me. I'm looking. Oh, look at this ho gauge. I'm a hoe. That's what I am. But that's uh, funny. You finally made it though. I did. Then this year, uh, finally, it went uh, end of May, beginning of June. Um, I, I, we I left with our good, our good friend Dr. Steve Slayton and his family, and um, oh, he took the whole crew with him. He took oh he had the whole crew with him, he, and thank God he, it, it was a very what's that? Well, he he's gone before. Oh, he's gone several times. I, I yeah. remember yeah. yeah, I remember him telling me a story about they were out in the savannah sleeping in like a a, a sturdy but a grass hut. And right. that they were like in there at night, you know, and then the door was shut, however it was, a blanket or something. And there was, you know, you could hear the lions roaring and then you'd hear these soft footprints. Hyenas. And, and they'd be rubbing, like rubbing their bodies along the grass thing. And right. you'd go out the next morning and be all these footprints going, any two of those things could have ate me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, bro? I don't feel like flying in a plane that long just to get eaten. Oh, so. yeah. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's the first time I had a room where I had bats flying through the room at night. It was hilarious. I was like, uh, they have this, like, a uh, netting over your bed. I was more worried about mosquitoes than yeah. you are, you know, because of malaria. Pizza but, flies uh, and such, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, no, I, I was embarrassed to travel with them because they had five people in their party. I had one myself and we get to uh, the airport they've got five bags between the five family members i'm walking into the place with seven bags so all of it camera gear yeah. mostly most it, of it was camera, all camera gear. gear i was gonna say if you had seven bags worth of drawers then you probably wait no, for that line no. to rub against that grass no, actually hunt. you can get away with very, you know very little to bring along because they wash everything daily for you so it's pretty cool uh, even out there in the bush they they're, they're set up for that. So they they have these people out there that wash yourself, hand wash everything, and you, mm. you come back to your room. It's all folded up, neat, put away. But um, it, it's just such an amazing place. And and you know, it's it, when you see stuff there and you're you're wandering around. I mean, you got to remember, stuff there will kill you. I mean, you got lions, you got elephants, uh, hippos, uh, and and black rhino. Uh, the 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 place we were at had the highest concentration of both black and white rhinos and lions so it was uh it was it was a lot to see got to see um actually got to see a black rhino so it was pretty cool but yeah they're very everything very there's how endangered oh, are they beautiful they're in danger very endangered yeah. extremely endangered the problem the problem is poachers and that's that's all through africa i mean the, there's uh, we were we were in uh, Zimbabwe, so uh, we went to Zimbabwe, and then from Zimbabwe, we were there a couple of weeks in Zimbabwe, and then it went a week to um, 
flew down to the Cape, down to uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Did and, you go swimming and, with the sharks again? Oh, buddy, I can't stop. I, I, I'm, I'm addicted to swimming with sharks. My daughter has got me so addicted to those darn things. Yeah. Well. She, I was hoping she would be able to go with me, but she's in medical sales in June. The month of June is the only time that she can't take any time off, so she couldn't go, and she was dying because she wanted to go dive with the great white sharks too. But, yeah, they have an island there called Seal Island, and so the sharks hang around there. Obviously, yeah, I wonder why they call the it seals. that. Why don't they call yeah, it exactly. Buffet Island? <laughs> Well, you know, the the, uh, the sad thing was is that over for about uh, the the population has started to fall off, uh, the shark population there. And then what ended up happening was a couple of years ago, they were completely gone. And that's a big business down there is, to, you know, the, the cage shark diving with the great white sharks with the tourists. Yeah. And what ended up happening was I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines that I probably shouldn't say, say this, but you know, I think they eliminated the problem, which was several things. One was they had uh, orcas that had moved into the area and they chased and the I, sharks I, off and they, they yeah. killed us. They'll kill a great white. Oh, yeah, well, the so. thing That's what people don't know. It's like, you know, Oh, uh, the shark is the apex predator. No, it ain't because they, mm-hmm. I mean, they may go, there may be a whole bunch of them, but it's not like a family, not like orcas. I mean, they hunt in packs and they got their they act are. together. Right. They, I mean, they, they actually, uh, you're absolutely right. And they, and they'll go after great whites. So that's I, good I, eating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's good eating. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, they, uh, well in Africa, I can tell you this, they eat everything and anything when they, when, when, when if 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 they take an animal down, the, trust me, a maggot can't make a meal off of anything that they leave. They don't leave anything behind. They take mm-hmm. everything with them. I mean, the, the, it's just amazing to yeah. see uh, what they eat and how they eat. It it, it really is. But um, you know, going around Africa, it's it's unique in that. Yeah, you know, obviously, you're seeing animals that you normally would see in a zoo. Here's With one exception, you yeah. don't, you just don't have the wall and the moat that's around there to keep them from coming at you and killing you. So, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I was tracking through the woods with the uh, with with one of our guides, and we'd seen some elephants going back into the bushes. And I said, and and I want to go with them. I said, I want to go get down and get a good picture of one. And so we start tracking it. Well, they double back on us. The the elephants double back on us. And he stopped me, and, and, and he's, he's like, you know, motioning, be quiet. And all of a sudden, you could hear the things crunching through the woods, and it, it started, you know, broke through the, the, the bushes, and then you could see it standing in front of you. Now, his, he had a friend, this particular guy just actually had a friend that was killed last year by one, by an elephant. So, mm-hmm. he, you know, they, they will attack. I mean, with, you know, so we, we're, sta- we're supposed to be standing perfectly still. Well, I'm slowly pulling my camera up. I'm standing behind him. I'm slowly pulling my camera up. I finally get my camera up on it as like, you couldn't turn that off. When he turned, I, you know, Canon, if you're listening, figure out a way to make it silent because you can't. You know, there is a silent mode on some of these cameras on Canon. Yeah, it's not like it's advancing film. It's 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 a digital thing. It's not advancing any film. You know, I mean, exactly. And so I, I, he turned around. I thought he was going to kill me. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here making all this noise and, and probably spooked this thing to attack us. But uh, uh, another time, I was, I, his. Uh, we we had decided. Everybody decided what they were going to do. I went with <clears throat> Steve. Steve's son, uh, Stephen, wanted to go fishing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we went. 
I said, look, I don't want to go fishing. There was a small lake. I said, but what I'll do is I'll bring my camera gear and I'll walk along the shore and you guys go fish all kinds of absolutely beautiful birds there. Birds I'd like you've never seen before in your life. At least I've never seen any of these birds, not even in zoos. And I was walking along the shoreline and the guy, guy read me the ride act before he got in the boat with Steve. And he said, look, he left me one of his trackers and he said, you know, to carry my his camera gear for me. And he said, look, whatever you do, stay right here on the shoreline. Do not get out of this area. Stay right where I can see you. He had the gun in the boat with him. We didn't have a gun. And he said, just stay right here. Stay real close. I want to be able to see you at all times. Well, of course, he talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, the first thing I'm you walking. did was head off into the bush. I know uh, you. Almost immediately, I end up seeing a troop of baboons running through these bushes. So I'm like, oh, look at this. You know, so the, and, and the poor guy that's with me, he can't, you know, he, he can barely speak English. So he's, he's just following me, you know, wherever I'm going. And so I'm walking back into the bush and trying to track these these baboons. And uh, the next thing I see is a warthog running through. I'm like, oh, a warthog. Now I'm running with before long, oh, look, a zebra. Before long, I am way, way far from, not only am I far from the lake, I'm deep, deep in the bushes now, still looking for, you know, looking for these animals. And yeah. as I'm walking, the guy grabbed my arm and he points down to the ground and he said, lion, and it's some poop on the ground, you know, and I'm, I'm okay, I thought he was trying to warn me so I wouldn't step in it, so I stepped around it, kept on walking, and all of a sudden he pulls my arm again and he points down to the ground and there's huge tracks on the ground. And he said, uh, lion. And I looked at him and I said, are they fresh? And he looked back and immediately, as soon as I said, are they fresh, you could hear this, roar, 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 roar. lion roaring right in the woods. You feel the ground vibrate. It was so close. And he looked at me and he said, yes, very fresh and very close. <laughs> tippy toeing out of there, I'm sure. Oh, my God. About that time, I heard the guide yelling. And I just looked down down the path, and I see him walking down. And he parked the boat. When he didn't see me, he parked the boat and came looking for me. Boy, I got reamed out. He's like, PJ, he said, I told you, do not leave. I said, he said, things out here will kill you. And if they kill you, I lose my license. <laughs> well, there well, you we go. Let's that. get the priorities straight. We don't want straight. you to lose your license. <laughs> yeah. Wait, before, I got to take a break. I got to take a break. But before I go, go how big was the elephant? I mean, you're about six foot. Oh, this thing's this thing's this thing's massive. I mean, I, I wouldn't even want to start. This. It's like this. It's like a, looking at a, a a house in front of you. I mean, big big tusks. Two of them actually, two bull elephants with huge tusks to them. Beautiful tusks. Big ones. Oh, yeah. Big big elephants. I, I, you know what? I I watch I watch, uh, watch uh, Marlon Perkins do that stuff. <laughs> In the meantime, we're going to step away for a second. I'm talking to my friend PJ Hahn, and when we get back, we'll find out where you can see some more of his beautiful photography. If you don't follow him on Facebook, you can go to his website. But uh, talking out my ask on the Spudcast with PJ Hahn back right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? 
I got an idea, go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids and don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, Take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. And we're back talking to PJ Hahn, who is, how can I say this? You're a nut, PJ, you know? Sometimes you feel like a nut and you run off into the into the woods into with a camera bush. and the guy's going, uh, there's lion stool right there. So let's go back. Hey, man, I don't even know why you wanted to catch them baboons running through the bush. You know how long their teeth are? They will bite you in the ass. And I know you got a story about shooting a monkey. These boys don't play. So we ain't going to get into that story. Hey, you're the one chasing baboons in the bush, man, you know? I love that movie, The Jerk. I love you. All of a sudden, you're you're a bad guy. Hey, you know what? If you were saving a little girl, you were saving a little girl. Uh, oh, but there was no little girl in the bush. You went chasing after him, and if they'd have bit you on the ass, I would have been all over. But the crying, I would have giggled at you every time I saw you. Every time you see, I tell you what, yeah, re- revenge of the of the uh, baboons and apes. But um, the, the 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 monkeys don't stick around, and neither did the baboons when they see you. They they scream and holler and take off. So you know, if if uh, you want a good picture of them, you got to shoot fast because the minute they see you, they're gone. Well, I guess all them Mutual of Omaha and other shows like that and David Attenborough, they must shoot from a distance then because I've seen a lot of baboons, you know. Well, if you go, you know, the we were really in the wilds of Africa. We weren't, I mean, if you can go, if you go to these national parks, you know, where they, where you got a million tourists running around in Jeeps crossing back and forth to each other and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, and they're not bothering the animals. And of course, they, you'll probably see, you know, the animals aren't worried about moving around like, if you went to Yellowstone, you'd see bears walking across the road and they, you know, people standing outside the car watching them. Um, you know, we wouldn't want to stand outside your car watching anything like a, a bull elephant walking by or a, or a lion. We, we saw three, um, uh, cheetahs that, uh, I, I never realized how big a cheetah was. I, 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 I knew they were a big cat. I just didn't realize they were that big. I mean, those things are huge. And they're not even a big cat. They're not, like exactly. them. I, uh, they're not like the lions. Not like right. them lions, I, mean, yeah. I know. I've never seen right. a lion. I mean, I've seen a lion in the zoo, and we have a mutual friend who has got a big trophy room. So, you know, I've seen those lions, and uh, that's. I don't want to run into that. Thank you no. very much. <laughs> no, I don't no. even run into that. Thank you. You know what? So there you go. Well, just just to see all the things, the bugs there, even the bugs, they have they have a thing called an armored cricket. I saw this thing walking across the road. It looked like a huge crab, and it's it's this massive cricket that's got spikes coming out on the side of it and on the on top of its head and everything else. I mean, and, and then it's got these pincers that are uh, I forgot what do you call it, like like a spider would have in its mouth, you know, to to. I mean, if it 
if it bit you, it would hurt. Put it that way. It would put a put a nice little you, you, so uh, dent it would in your hand. It would flatten your tire if you drove over it. I'm telling you, they, these things are unbelievable. But you got to be tough, I guess. If you live in Africa, you got to be tough. Everything's trying to kill you. You know, we, mm -hmm. we saw uh, uh, eight lions chasing a, a, a herd of uh, impala, which are the you know that's their, the fast food of Africa. Every everything wants to eat the uh, impala and the and the wildebeest. That's their that's it seems like it's on everybody's yeah. diet. I saw I saw a, a, a video because you can pull up you know like YouTube videos and things and watch it. And I saw where like five or six lions had taken down a Cape buffalo and was munching on that. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're surrounded by like 40 buffalo. And those buffalo were pissed off because somebody ate Uncle Larry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and them lions had to run for their life. I'm going, you know what, it's a little late now. I mean, now, now just buzzards and worms are going to eat that, you know. But, uh, Boy, I'm telling you, it's 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 um it, it is different. Like I said, just walking through the place and it, you know, especially driving through is amazing. And to see the uh, the um, giraffes were another thing. You always saw like groups and uh, everywhere of giraffe, and they were so cute because you'd you'd see like a, a, a group of giraffes, and you think like, oh look, there's two giraffes, and then all of a sudden in, in the trees and the thick trees, they're so tall that their heads pop up. And they'll one by one, you see all these heads popping up out of the trees, and it's so cute because there's you know, now you got about twenty of them in, yeah. the, in the bushes, all popping their heads up, yeah, looking so at you. So cute until they kick you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like yeah. I, I had I had a group of them that I, I brought my drone. I was able to get my drone approved to bring to Africa, and, and uh, got that flying around. And I was chasing a group of uh, giraffes and it, and if you look at the video, it looks like they're running in slow motion, but that's just their gait, the way they run. Uh, it's, it's just a, a slow lopey gait. Yeah. And, and it was amazing to watch them to, to see how, how they run. They're so beautiful. Yeah. They got the same <laughs> number of bones in their necks that we got. Well, I, I never knew that. That's, that's <clears> the only, teaching me something I didn't know. That's the only thing I know about them is if you count the number, like the regular number of bones that you have in your neck that go up to your skull and count them as you go down to where they start being your back. Right. That's, it, giraffes got the same number of bones. They're just a little bit bigger. And they kick like hell. And they will kick the ever-loving you-know-what <laughs> out of you. I, saw, I mean, I saw one kick a lion like the lion was going after the baby. And, and that jack, and I mean, kick the hell out of it. That's that's finding them watching them YouTube videos, you know. So, <laughs> right. Them and zebras will kick you. Of course, you know. I mean, let's see. How many times do the lion chase a zebra, and the zebra kicks the lion and knocks it out? About one out of every two hundred and fifty, and the rest of the time, the zebra's like, you know, they're using the them stripes of floss. So right. When do you uh? How can people find? Because I got a lot of time left in this segment, but I want to get to this. How can people find more of your stuff? And then, and then, what exactly? I mean, I know you do more than just take pictures and put them on Facebook. I mean, it's how you make your living. But what you know? Give me some info about how people can can follow up on you. Well, I'm on Facebook under PJ Han, PJ like pajamas, Han H A H N. Uh, I have a website, but I'm tr I had somebody that's trying to work and get the thing straightened out. It's uh, pjhanphotography.com, and um, I, it's kind of it's kind of old. It, I, I, I've got somebody, a girl, working on it now to see about uh, upgrading on it. 
but um, th- that's probably those two places. I'm on Instagram too, but I'm not sure. I think it might be just PJTKO. Yeah, I, I'm on I'm Instagram. Not. I don't know how to post on it. I got people who follow me on Instagram, and it's like you know, I will upload my my podcast, and I'll send them the podcast on Instagram. Because they're coming asking me for it. If I just had to do it myself, I can't figure this crap out. Well, I'm probably on Facebook more than I not probably. I'm on Facebook more than I'm on Instagram because I don't understand Instagram as well. And and the problem with Facebook though is you can follow me now on Facebook because they they got you locked down at, uh, up to so you can have so many friends and then you can't accept any more friends. Yeah. And and well, and, and you, I, oh, no, I feel you need terrible. To, no, Spud's friends and fans is like eight thousand friends, and I and I'm not. I need to be more actively pursuing friends. You know, you're supposed right. to limit out at 5,000, but you can change it to like a, a commercial one, and then you can go as high as you can go. Well, you know, if somebody knows how to do that, tell them to call me because I, I have a uh, minus. Uh, huh? I'll tell Mo to call you. She's the one who did it for, yeah. for, for right. my Facebook page. Yeah, because I don't want, but what I don't want to do is open up a second account. That's the problem. I, you know, I just, I, I haven't had hard enough time keeping up with one. And somebody had said yeah. you could, you could turn it to a public page. I got three. Said, yeah, great. Yeah, I got three, but yeah. I put, I mean, I put my, my, my Spudcast on all three of them, you know? So I got you. And no, I put on, and I I'm on Twitter. And I'm on several, uh, several. Uh, and Twitter, platforms. I don't even, I have an account and I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you what that is because I don't use it. I don't do Twitter well, I, I, at all. I, I, I post some stuff on Twitter, but I also post my uh, my my podcasts on Twitter. Well, yeah. that's because you you got Mo and Mo has got it the techno down yeah. good. Yeah. I'm, I got Mo. Mo I'm goes. All right, this is how you do it. Now go on. I got things to do. Right. So, <laughs> go on and play. Go on. Go on and play. <laughs> so anyway, that's why we're doing it. So let's. Uh, so you've got pictures, and you're always posting pictures of uh, of coastal marshes and things like that. Uh, I, I've seen, yeah, those magnificent birds, that bird that you saved that turned out to be like a very, very rare heron, that red heron that you pulled out of the, 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 the oil. Yeah, the reddish, reddish egret. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, and the, and this, that and, was absolutely beautiful. And bird. the Coast Guard and everybody told you, don't touch those birds. You go, this bird's going to die if I don't do that. And it turns out to be this incredibly rare bird. So sometimes you just got to tell uh, the government to jump up and bite you. Uh, just like well, I had the same thing with you had people. I, we had a uh, an eagle in Metairie that got injured, and I and I went to go take care of it, and and I had some of the people call, calling me like you know that, that's a felony, and you're going to get a fifty thousand dollar fine. And what people don't understand is that um, what people don't understand is that the same laws that apply to to you on the road to, to, for the Good Samaritan to stop and help somebody apply to animals, including endangered animals. So uh, if there's an animal that's clearly in distress and you're trying to help it, yeah, you're not going to go to jail. Yeah, so, it's not like, you know, it's unlike, the, unlike the, uh, the guy shooting it with an arrow. You know, right. Something like that. Yeah, that's a little bit different. Exactly. Yeah. That's a little different. You know, but if, I mean, if you're helping an injured animal, the, the the same laws apply to to you as with the Good Samaritan Act as as it would on to to people, and you know if you're trying to help something like that, it's certainly okay to do. Now let's before I run out of time, which I am running, <clears throat> I got about two minutes left. Um, so okay, you do a lot of animals, you do a lot of marsh scenes, you did nightfall that kind of stuff. Uh, I take it you don't do bar mitzvahs and weddings and things like that. Cause I, I, I don't do weddings, no. I did one wedding for, for a girl that I knew she was getting married, and, and she kept begging me to do it. I said, I'll do it under one condition that you're not going to kill me if it comes out bad. It actually came out nice, but weddings are so stressful. 
I, I like at my age, I like to be peaceful, quiet, sitting in the bushes, watching animals, you know, and taking pictures. And I used to be a big hunter. I, I killed everything on the planet. And I just now I, I, I look at it and I was like, you know why? I mean, it's so beautiful. I'd rather, to me, the, the bigger challenge is trying to get a good picture of it. I know I could kill that animal, but I'd rather just take a picture of it, see if I can get a really good picture and watch it walk off. And that, and that makes me a lot happier than, than True. putting a bullet True. in it or an arrow in it or whatever. But I don't, no, I but mean, you and I both know that it's the, some of the, well, I mean, people like you who paid to be on this safari that supports, that supports Rangers that, that stop the poachers and people who go out and I know I'm gonna hear about this, but it's the truth. There are people who pay a lot of money to go out and kill like a mutual friend of ours took out an elephant. It was a rogue elephant that it, you know, was destroying a village's crops and such. And so they said, okay, this one's good. And I mean, the amount of money he paid to kill that specific elephant, that, that like, oh. that like, that gave the, the wages to, to, I don't know, about six or seven rangers for an entire year. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the sad thing is an area can only hold so many lions. It can only hold so many elephants. Uh, you know, b before they start taking over the food supply. And it's, uh, sadly, I mean, it's just part of life. You, you have to cull certain animals, otherwise you're going to be overrun and the animals will end up starving to death. The only, you know, the land can only support so many, so many uh, yeah. animals. People can move. Animals, you know, pretty much stay in an area and will will run it, especially elephants, you know, elephants and yeah. um uh, lions as well. Yeah, they're not migratory. So, correct. PJ, I appreciate you taking the time, man. So, one more time, how can people find you and see your magnificent photos? Well, I appreciate it. It's but PJ Han H A H N on uh, Facebook or PJ Han Photography uh, dot com. Perfect. Cool. Thanks a bunch, man. And uh, let Thank me know you, the next brother. time. You, next time you go back to Africa, I'll uh, I'll give you a little Instamatic and you can snap some pictures from me. <laughs> Because I ain't there going to go. Africa. There ain't nothing over there uh, with my name on it. Thank you just the same. Come on. Nope. Uh, nope. I, I don't want to sit in a plane that long, neither. All right. We're going <laughs> to wrap up the podcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. And it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, PJ Hahn. PJ Hahn on Facebook and pjhahnphotography.com. Check out some beautiful, beautiful pictures. Really, they are. His, his work is phenomenal. It really is. Anyway, thanks for joining me here on this podcast. Uh, you can hear me on Red Circle and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Amazon Music and Public Radio and Stitcher. And on Twitter at SpudGotThat, which I got Twitter and PJ don't, so there you go. And also on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and The Big Teasy. In the meantime, uh, we'll check you guys out tomorrow. Y'all be safe. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.